Previously on the Adventure Zone Ethersea. There's a guy named Benefactor Orlean. We uh, think he might have some information regarding uh, what is going on with, uh, you know, the Hand of Guidance and the Wisp and all of these things. May I join you all? It is uh, a gentle green light radiating from what appears to be a statue of a four-armed figure. I'm not sure it's a statue. I think it's something inside. My name is Amber Gray. What is your deal? It grabbed me, and I saw Coda, and he seemed like he seemed like proud of me or something, or like, please. Did anything else happen? Well, I can do this, and then I make my mega arms. Kodira is visibly shaken by what she heard. Floating are nearly a dozen of those enormous battleships that are made of bleached coral. The Tracer Spike says that Dorlene is here. The, the comms system aboard this ship is just fried. Amber and Devo, you both go out like a light, and you see a half dozen of those battleships are now staring directly in your direction with their weapons aimed at you. Six battleships are idling in front of the Coriolis. Bad for the environment. Aiming. Uh, yeah, that's fair. They're pump. They're and you know they're rolling oh, yeah. coal. Um, they are aiming a few dozen sharp-looking coral projectiles in your direction, but so far they don't seem to be acting on that threat. Zooks, your friends are unconscious on the floor, uh, and. As you look through the viewport, you see that the ship, sort of at the vanguard of, of this battleship formation, it shifts slightly, and from the front of it exits a one of those bleached coral beings that you saw at, at the auction. Um, only this one is much larger than you or any Brynar you've ever seen or any of these coral figures you've ever seen. Its, it's head is wide and thin, kind of like a like a plate. And his body is made of the same sort of stark white glowing coral material that the ships and the the dome below are made out of. And he swims in front of the Coriolis's viewport almost like he's looking directly at you, Zooks. And he gestures beckoning you uh, to, to him out in the open water. Okay. Zooks checks the vital signs of his two compatriots just to make sure they're okay. They are 
They're resting comfortably. They're actually dead. Oh, oh, you got yeah, us. If you'd rolled a, Twist. if you rolled a medicine check, you would have found them to be quite dead. Oh, um, quite dead. Damn. No, they are. They are fine. They are breathing. Um, they are just seep. They're seepy. Seepy. Okay, yeah. Okay. So honks who takes you. The- honks you. Me 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 me. <laughs> Snakes. So what? he takes the. Wait, hold on. What? Was oh yeah, that? that was Dagwoods. That was Dagwoods thing. <laughs> Snakes. He yeah. said Snicks? Snicks. S-N-X-X-X-X. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> that Dagwood. <laughs> um, oh Zooks takes the- He's a pervert. Zooks <laughs> takes the cushions <laughs> off the seats and puts them under their heads so they'll be comfortable, then he heads for the moon pool. That smells like sweet. farts. Okay. And dives through the moon pool and cautiously swims up to this strange figure. Okay. As you approach this figure, they seem their their body language, or at least whatever you can read of of their body language, seems um, uneasy. But after a sort of moment of hesitation, they swim closer to you, and they reach forward and hold out their hand, and you you know that they are wanting to connect with you. Um, in a similar way that you sort of connected with the skull of the the coral being that you touched after the after the auction during your your escape. Okay, um, Zooks uh, symbolically takes his hand off of his crossbow because it had been resting comfortably on the crossbow. He takes his hand off sure. the crossbow, extends his hand, and takes the other hand of the other Brangar. Okay. As you do that, you see for a moment the bleach white coral of of this being's hand begin to very slowly fill with color, with your color, the color of your hand. And you see that for a second and then your vision fades. And then you see a vision that you know, because your mind is his mind in this moment, it is a vision that he is trying to send to you to communicate with you. Um, and you see the gate. It, it is all that this being cares about. It's all that any of these bleached coral beings cares about is, is the gate. Uh, it's a, a circular aperture uh, about... 15 feet in diameter. Um, He calls it a passage. And that word sticks in your mind. And you feel just his unceasing desire, all of their unceasing desire to create this, this passage. And in that moment, you completely understand what these things are. Uh, They are, they are just drones not with any sort of, you know, queen bee or master that is sort of giving them orders. They are driven solely by instinct to produce this this passage leading to another world. And this instinct predates them. It is it is ancient and in their minds at least it is divine. And you know that they have the power to to generate this thing and they have the craftsmanship to build it all that they are missing is the knowledge 
of how it is actually made. And then they show you the the sort of crude shape of a man. And despite how rudimentary that shape is, you know it to be Benefactor Orlean. And you know that he came to them promising to deliver that that knowledge of how to build this passage to their people. And the the coral beings agreed and their naivete made them sort of vulnerable and in a moment he took command of an army of their comrades and sealed himself and them inside the dome that you see below. You know that their battleships have the firepower to break through that dome, probably, but they can't because that dome is, you know, it's made of coral. It is made of their their people, essentially, all sort of uh, twisted and contorted into this, this grotesque shape. Uh, and you feel this sense of betrayal and sadness and anger. But more than anything, you feel his desperation and hope that you might be able to do something to help because uh, these coral beings remember you from the auction and they think you are powerful and they feel like you will be able to access whatever is inside the dome and set their people free. And then you are sort of jarred back to reality as this being lets go of your hand quickly and you see that the color has spread up to like their bicep or where a human bicep would be and very slowly it sort of trickles away back toward the fingers sort of uh, returning to its bleached white form but uh, this thing looks at you almost like it wants a, a response because it has essentially laid out all the cards on the table are we still in contact the hands no, you you have uh, they have they have released your hand. Uh, they are roll an insight check for me. She four, not very insightful. Uh, it it seem it just seems uneasy with with you. You you know from the the message that they sent that they think you're powerful, so you assume that is okay. The extent um, Zooks gives the universal gesture of acceptance. He gives him two thumbs up. And maybe the you know oh, finger, oh, finger guns. guns that's yeah. finger universal. That's very good. Okay. Then that's a I I will. And also, don't worry about it. Like, pew, gonna be simple. Got it covered. I'm a cool dude. Yeah, got it covered. Actually, when you stick out the finger guns, all of the weapons oh. on the battleships aim directly at you because they sense it to be like yeah, a threat. Zook, Zook gives um, two peace signs. Two peace signs. Two oh, peace they're signs. British. Oh no, <laughs> their weapons. Uh, lower and okay. um, actually retract into the ship. And this huge coral being nods and swims back to that uh, front And then he does ship. the universal coral symbol for okay, which is the jerk-off motion. He does the jerk-off motion. And, and then you know, <laughs> you know see, everything's at peace. You see through the ship that once he gets back inside, all the other coral figures make jerk-off motions too. and As they nod solemnly. And they nod solemnly. And with that, the battleship's... Uh, part and basically get out of your way uh, and sort of assume a, uh, a a perimeter around the dome. Okay. Zooks travels back up to the ship, goes back up where Amber 
and Devo R, and very lightly uh, uses uh, Swarmkeeper uh, magic. Well, Whoa. actually, just Mage Hand, Mage Hand to kind of spray a little spritz on their faces of, of seawater, a little cool seawater to try to rouse them up, wake them up. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, that, that works. Amber and Devo, you are met with a, um, a hand, a swarm hand. What's it made out of? I guess um, some fun little uh, like kelp. Okay. You Gross. wake up to a slimy, kelpy hand. Yeah, no one's of... ever been like swimming in the ocean and some kelp brushed them and thought, how refreshing. Uh, Wouldn't that jerk you into consciousness, though? Yeah, it yeah. definitely does. Uh, okay, Amber and Devo, you all are awake. Your ears are ringing, but you, no, no damage has been done, uh, as far as you can tell. You wake up and you see Zooks standing over you. You see smoke coming from the uh, the, the console where the uh, tone wheel is uh, and know that it has been thoroughly wrecked. Um, and a few moments later, Kodira walks in holding her head and she's like, what? What the whole shit was that? Um, okay, let me start off by telling you they don't mean us any harm, and they're my new buds. They're not as, they're not best buds like you all, uh-huh. but they are. They are buds. They are on our side. They are out to get Orleans too. Orleans, it's Orlean just Orle- has it's just Orleans. There's, there's just Orlean, one of them. Right, yeah, there's I not know. multiple. Orlean has uh, kind of taken over a, a chunk of their buddies. Yes, of their, this is uh, what he does. Re- yes, remember yeah. he's a clam. Yes, oh, yeah, but they are not. They are not part of his crew, and they want us to get into that dome and and free their friends. So we've got got backup. We got we got backup. Um, you know, we've got the 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 ninjas that'll rappel down from the top of the fake volcano to help us out. So um, we can proceed. We can move on. Isn't that great, Amber? Isn't that great? Yeah, I I guess. Is I, all the coral stuff is no offense, but I don't really get it. I I I also think I and excuse me for being obtuse, but my head is still ringing. Sure, yeah. Um, we are not in a dissimilar position than we were, you know, ten minutes ago. We're still facing this domes that we do not see an entryway into, and or. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. That thing really fucking rung my bell. Damn it. Oh, is this you? I honestly got thought that was dad. I did too. Your 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 yard sound sounds like our dad's yard sound. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Man, genetics are so weird. I just really like the image of Amber (laughs) just casually vomiting. Like this is a very normal (laughs) day to day. Let me get on let me get on the intercom. Urchin cleanup. You fucking turn on the intercom and are immediately just blasted with another wave. No, the intercom doesn't work. Uh, but Urchin, it doesn't matter. Urchin rolls down from the ceiling and he's holding a mop and he's just like, time to, time to make the donuts. And he starts cleaning it up. Cleaning I can't believe mess. he did that. Yeah. Um, he's, he's really come around since we gave him a raise. He's gone in for a promotion. Yeah, really. I don't even feel like he's draining our resources anymore. Don't you think, Griffin? Yeah, uh, no, he definitely is. Kodira says, S- so how are we supposed to 
get down there because I'm I'm about ready to fuck this guy's whole deal up. Thank you. Yes, thank you for getting on board with this. This guy is a complete asshole at this point, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, he's been an asshole. Now, um, Kodira, you probably have more experience with this technology, but the blink bait, we can't see, right? What's the what's the risk of like getting really close and just saying like we are going to blink, you know, uh, thirty feet this way, uh, and then we will be inside the dome? The risk is tremendous. Uh huh. Um, like uh, percentage wise, where would you put it? I mean, it depends on how how deep that barrier goes, how big the space is inside. I, I, you blink, you don't want to blink into something because when you and something else occupies the same space, mm-hmm. bad. It's real bad. It's real okay. bad. Mm. But if that's our only option. Well, we we had a plan. Didn't we have a plan where we were going to communicate with the Dome and tell them we were turning in Devo? Yeah, we kind of lost that, though, I think, when our comm system fried. Oh. Um, Now, Ditto, in the uh, image, in the vision that uh, Zeus got, is um, is the Dome, like, filled with water? Is it a pressurized thing that's, like, keeping water out? They don't know. They don't know what's inside. Oh, the, the dome. dome is new. The dome is new. Okay. Uh, you you get a sense from the vision, and I'll just tell this to all of you, um, that this this was their habitat, mm-hmm. that they have, this is their headquarters, essentially. But this, this dome is a barrier that um, Orlean sort of constructed so that he can do whatever he's doing in there without... Uh, being being bothered by the other coral or really anybody, and it's made out of the same stuff as the. Yep, it's the, all the bright... white, white, white glowing coral. Why don't I swim down? It, when I touched the 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 Brynar that I just talked to, mm-hmm. communicated with, when I touched his hand, it started taking on color like mine, and mm. I wonder. If I could swim down and touch the dome and see if it had the same kind of effect, maybe that would lead to us getting in. Now, Zooks, when this happened, did it drain your color as well? I not that I not that I noticed. Did it? DM? Not that you percepted. Uh, I didn't percept it doing that. <laughs> make a um, make a perception check now. Nineteen. Um. The hand that you touched that that being with, the f- the fingers are a little bit weathered, are a little bit a little bit faded. They're still definitely your color, um, but this this transaction or you know whatever you want to call it, uh, there there was uh, some of whatever that represents that that did get sort of sapped away. But is it um, turning back now? Uh, it is very slowly. My worry, Zooks, is that if uh, if this is what happened uh, when it was just one, you know, uh, coral being, is that if you touch this giant dome, the drain would be magnified, that this uh, might be uh, very dangerous for you. Well, how about if I do this? How about if I tether up to the ship 
because we can get close now because the battleships aren't going to hurt us. How about if I tether up or or we use the grasp, grappling arm or whatever, and and if you see me getting into real deep trouble, you yank me off there. Amber, what do you think? I mean, I'm worried about it. I don't want you to get... I don't know. Like I said, I don't understand this stuff. Don't ask me. I'm not voting. Come on, let me try it. Well, I okay. mean, this is what I'll say. It is your choice, uh, and you you have decided to put yourself at risk. I'm not happy about it, but the if okay, we don't have any other options at this point. Uh, okay, and you guys just be standing by, and if I can, you know, do something to open up a little hole of some kind, zoom in you go. All right. All right. We'll, we'll be waiting. Okay. Uh, so you're heading right back out there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you tether up to, we'll say that you just like take the cord off of the bathysphere. Well, if, if he's just trying to open a hole, maybe we should just take the bathysphere, right? So that way we can be really close. So he doesn't have to open a hole big enough for the whole Coriolis to go through. We just need to try to get the bathysphere oh, like through that. or us. I like okay. that. Uh, all right. So is that the plan? And have Kodira run the the ship, run the controls. God, it was so smart to bring Kodira. Yeah. Um, I'm glad, assuming I'm glad you she all can are, party. Assuming you all are discussing this actually in in character, uh, she says, "Oh, um, f- n- fuck no! I'm coming. I am coming with y'all this time." So we're There's- leaving. Ah, uh, they, they. I know who's going to be the capitan. Archo, what do you think, bud? Oh, field promotion. You're getting the call up. Yeah, yeah, man, we can take care of it. Wait, who's we? We? <laughs> Sorry. Have you adopted the royal sort of pronoun? Or is the captain's we? Nah, me, me and Dylan can handle it. Who's Dylan? Sorry? Uh, from from deeper in the ship, the, the door to the bridge opens up, and you all see just this skeezy wastoid of a dude walk in, and it's like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Sorry, who are you? you? Who's Dylan? This is my friend, Dylan. Urchin, <laughs> <laughs> you brought a friend? This is simultaneously extremely surprising and not surprising. <laughs> the urchin has just like a wastoid, skeezy friend. <laughs> Well, you need you need someone to drive it. No, no, Dylan. No, what the fuck? Well, Ocean can't have friends. Yeah, but like, how did he come over? I invited him for sleepover. You have to ask <laughs> us first. You have you to ask us. You didn't ask me to bring this fucking cop on board. We are senior. <laughs> we are senior officers, Urchin. No. Oh God. Okay. I mean, but it seems like you need right, some. You shut. Hey. Yeah. You shut up for a That's second. That's fair. Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever? Do you have any experience piloting uh, watercraft? I mean, I was a uh, was a lieutenant with the Iron Welks for a little bit, but like it wasn't. Wait, me. really? Yeah. It was. It, that wasn't me, though. You know. But it was you. I mean, yeah, another life. Okay, another that's life, all. Thank man. you. Thank you. That's all I need to hear. All right. I think they got it. <laughs> I trust. I trust. I got a good read on people, except when I'm wrong. And I got a real good vibe on <laughs> I, I just want to say they're out there in the world. There are ragtag groups that would look at us and say, I don't know about them. 
These are pretty ragtag. These tags are as about as rag as they come, man. Oh my lord. We can one day aspire to be a ragtag group. Like, this is, oh if, oh, if only we could be considered ragtag instead of whatever is happening now. Yes, okay. I just want to say, there was a time where we could have hired an octopus and a, a person who had, like, experience out here, and instead we have Urchin and Dylan. Uh, Dylan's got a lot of big ideas. Oh, boy. Okay, save them for the weekly board meeting. All right, man. Y'all have fun, all right? Okay. Oh, boy. All right. Yes. Yes. Okay. You all... uh, Hey, Griffin. Yeah. Huff my farts. Let's go. Yeah. The four of you, uh, I guess the three of you, uh, load up into the bathosphere with Zook sort of uh, going outside of it and swimming alongside and uh, you all launch from the Coriolis and approach the dome. Do you have like a, um, you know, a, a point of entry that you are trying to enter into? Um, I, th- I think Zooks, while the bathosphere is descending, maybe swims over to the lead battleship okay. in front of it and kind of gestures back towards the dome to see if maybe they have any suggestions of a point to try, like, you know, with, I assume there's some kind of lights or like, in, you know, spotlights or, or something they, they have huh, for interesting. exploration. Um, Just to see if they have any suggestions. Yeah, I don't know that they would know that. Um, the Well, they have more history than we do, is all. I'm sure, saying. but they don't know, like, they don't know what is happening inside there. Whatever is happening inside there is kind of a mystery. So I don't now, know. Who, now, Griffin, pro- you said the Coral Dome was made out of their friends. So which of their friends is kind of the weakest? Oh, right. Um, I mean, you could try to find that your, yourself. I don't know that they would be able to okay. offer that offer that information. Aim if you want to make Tom. an investigation, Tom sucks, dude. Tom sucks. <laughs> you can get right through Tom, no problem. We Tom's- played Red Rover with Tom. Man, that guy's pushover. His gains are a joke. Um, <laughs> so let me ask you this, and I'm and really as an observation: this dome, yeah. made up of of these these brinar. I mean, can we make out their forms and their Features or make or it, make an investigation check if you want to. Okay, give this thing. I'm gonna say Brino because they're not Brynar. Uh That's thirteen. Um, you can see some some shapes in here. A lot of it is almost like a almost like a web. There's like several layers of coral uh, in a, a sort of woven pattern going down deeper in, into the dome, forming this like. Pretty airtight seal. Um, okay. But inside of that, you do see the occasional form of a bleached brinar that was not like fully fully incorporated, but is like completely inert. I know what we call them. Okay. Grab. Oh? Brine, brine were. Hmm. <laughs> well. Uh, okay, so uh, I, I I don't I don't think you see a a weak point anywhere. Um, Do I see anything that looks like a face? That's what I'm going. You're gonna for. touch the face. Uh, yeah. I mean, these things don't have traditional faces, but okay. um, you you do see you do see heads. You do see on on, on these these um, are extra inert bodies. Faces. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to s- swim over to a point that has a head. And look for maybe eye holes, nose hole, okay. mouth hole. Sure, you see that. Which would be a face. And very tentatively 
reach out with my hand and touch it like okay. a bowling ball. Where is where <laughs> uh, on the dome? Sort of where is this? Are you are you going in toward the top? Are you going in closer to the sea floor? I think th- down towards the side, more towards the sea floor. That seems to me that that would have a that would have better odds. Of, I mean, I think if you go at the top, you're going to be extremely visible, and at least this way, there's a chance if it if it works that we won't be spotted. Okay. Um, also, just well, for clarity's sake, did a um, diva like the you know the feelers of the bathysphere are like wrapped around uh, uh, around Zooks, and Diva is sure. like, hovering over the button. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, Zooks, I want you to um, make a... Hmm. How have we handled this in the past whenever you've, like, communed? What is the role that we have? Animal handling. Animal handling? Like animal handling, yeah. Okay, uh, make an animal handling check, please. Oh, God. Jeez. Yikes. That's, I hit the button. <laughs> that is one of those... Oh, I have bardic inspiration still. Do you? He, I mean, he I didn't use still it. have bardic inspiration. I have not used it. Okay. No, I used my bad bardic inspiration. Okay. If you'll well, you can roll a 1d8 to try and add. You did roll a crit fail, which I should just hit you for, but go ahead and roll even that. Even with bardic. my five? I mean, a crit I fail is a crit fail. fail. A, a one is a one is a one is a one. Okay, but I mean, for these purposes, if I'm going to add a f- an eight, it would be to the five. I mean, it's right? a Babel. You, I wouldn't push him too hard. Yeah, but bud. You, you, hey, this gift you, horse is taking off. Get on board. Yeah, he sh- he should just get a one. Should be irrefutable. A one should be like get bet. You're done. But you're you're, you're, done. you're everyone's favorite character, and we don't want to kill you just yet. So so you can add the one d eight to this. Four. Okay, that's a nine total. Then we'll we will allow it. Um, you. Reach out and touch it, and the same thing happens. The color starts to flood into this dome, almost like in an ink blot pattern. And you see it first sort of spread through the outer layer of, uh, of, of sort of webbing, and then go a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper. Um, but as it spreads, first of all, like you are very discombobulated because you are also the dome now or at least this very sort of small part of it. Um, but you you see the effect, like, much more prominently now. The color is is draining from you. But you also feel like you have activated that, that coral barrier, and, you know, because it is you, you feel some sense of agency over it. Um, not completely, because it was a shitty role, uh, but you feel you feel like if you kept pushing on, you could enhance the effect. Okay. Uh, he squints his eye holes, scrunches them up, concentrates, and keeps pushing. Okay. Uh, for this, I need a Constitution saving throw. Come on, you got it. Twelve. Um. Okay. Uh, the. The color spreads, um, not so much wider, but you see it going deeper into the barrier. Uh, and it's, it is, uh, in a lot of ways, it is one of the more troubling sort of uh, connections that you have formed because this is, this stuff is dead. I don't know that you've ever communed with something that was 
essentially lifeless before. Uh, and so that is a pretty terrible feeling to kind of fuse with. But you you can see with Zooks's eyes, uh, it is responding to your will and a hole is starting to form in in the in the barrier. It is a small hole. It is um, maybe a couple of feet uh, wide, um, and it is it is still sort of burrowing down. However, the color drain is 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 becoming more and more troubling, uh, and you take um, eighteen points of necrotic damage. Whoa! How far okay. how far up his arm is the drain? Uh, it's not, so it is, like, leaving his arm and going into this thing. So, uh-huh. like, it is more coming from the, the rest of him. So you see that he, that this, the barrier is becoming more colorful. He is becoming less bright, essentially. Um, he's not bleached by any stretch of the imagination. You still definitely see that color. He is just not quite as vibrant as he was moments ago. Uh, and how big is the hole? Uh, just a couple feet wide. Definitely not big enough for the bathosphere. Okay. Uh, I'm I am going to start to position the bathosphere wherever the opening is on the bathosphere, which I'm not quite sure of. Is it the top? Yes. Okay. I'm trying no, to there's line. A, that. There's a there's a hatch on yeah. the side. I want to try to line that hatch up with the hole. So as soon as that is open, I'm going. How deep is the dome? Can we see? Uh, it is not, the color has not got pierced all the way through it. It okay. is pretty deep. Okay. Um, he pushes again, pushes more. Okay. Um, I need you to make a constitution saving throw with disadvantage. Okay. That is 21. Well, that would be a good one if you didn't have disadvantage. That is 15. Okay. It is becoming more natural now, and you don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It doesn't hurt as much. But also now, like, you are, like, half and half. You are half Zooks, half this dead webbing. But because of that, you are able to widen this aperture so that it is maybe twice, twice as wide, but it is also, you can see you have pierced through the barrier completely now. Um, And air sort of shoots out of the hole that you have built. You see just like a a, a stream of of huge bubbles come shooting out of this hole. And you also feel a sort of vacuum effect uh, sucking you and the the bathosphere toward it. Uh, You also take nine more points of necrotic damage. As soon as I see the o- the hole open all the way through, yeah, I I think it's time to simultaneously retract uh, Zooks and try to wedge that bathosphere right into that hole. Okay, uh, Zooks reaches up and undoes the tether. Okay, oh Zooks, as soon as you do that, you, Zooks just whoop, right into the hole. Goes, yeah, goes I've got to be able. To, surely it's not big. It's big enough that I could. Oh, easily. Yeah, you easily. You easily. I can stop inside it. Go right? through it. Yeah, and you are not. Yeah, as soon as you get sucked inside, you are no longer touching it, and the the drain has stopped. Um, uh, why don't you make a? Uh, where is the? Hold on. Oh, the bathosphere. Yeah, the bathosphere chart. Well, I wanted to try to open it up one more time. I'm not you gonna did. let you do that. 
Well, I did. I detached the tether. tether. Um. Okay. Make one more Constitution saving throw. Sure. This time with disadvantage, also. Okay. Well, there's an eight, and there's a fourteen. Uh. Okay. With the eight. You, as you're being sort of sucked through this tunnel, you are sort of smashing against the sides of it. And with every touch, uh, you feel that drain continue. Uh, and just like flashes of color appear on, on the walls of this tunnel as you get sucked through. And it opens up wider and wider and wider. Uh, and now uh, you see from further back in the tunnel from where you came from, the bathysphere can easily fit inside. Uh, and it is getting sucked into the tunnel with you. Um, but you, uh, you very nearly almost lose consciousness because uh, the, the, you feel, man, you feel terrible. Uh, and you how are. How many points? Just tell me how take, many points. You're going to take 12 points of necrotic damage. <sighs> How you doing? Uh, I'm about third life. Um, but I, I let him just be sucked in. Let yeah. him be, go. Let him let him go into unconsciousness. This, this, you're not unconscious. You're you are still with it. You're just you know. Okay. You have you feel like shit. Um, the you have made the aperture wide enough though that the bathysphere easily uh fits inside of it. So it is sucked in right after you, and you fly through this tunnel for a few moments, and then you are in open air, and you fall just to you know just for a moment because you didn't come in through the very top, thank goodness, uh, and you are in the open air, and then you land in water, uh, and just a few moments after the bathysphere follows suit and splashes down next to you. Uh, and the you see the aperture that you created uh, very slowly close itself around the cable that is attached to the back of the bathysphere, tethering it to the Coriolis. Is it like deep water or just like a puddle? So, you, you know, you can see through the, the, the hatch um, of the bathysphere that, and, and you can see now Zooks as you sort of raise to your feet. Zooks, you are standing in waist-high water inside of this enormous pocket of air that is filling up the dome. Uh, and as far as all of you can see, there are small, maybe 10-foot-tall, bleach-white coral trees just scattered everywhere around this place. It is a, it is a flooded forest of white coral. And each of the many, many trees in here each of their branches are stretching in the same direction, which is the center of this flooded forest where one structure uh, just looms high above the, the trees here. Uh, it's a tower made of white coral, and it is easily four stories tall. It looks different, as do the trees from the dome. Uh, it looks it just in, in the composition of it. The dome seems like this kind of monstrous thing, but these are more natural. 
Um, and you sort of piece together that this is this is something that was here before. This is something that the uh, coral people sort of made their their home base before uh, Orlean showed up. Uh, this tower is like four stories tall, and it's it's pulsating, very very bright right now. And at the very top, sort of peeking over the uh, the well the peak of this tower, uh, you see something uh, foreign. Uh, you see Benefactor Orlean's ship just kind of barely looking over the, the, the tower's roof. And that's where you are. As soon as the bathysphere hits the water, and uh, we're vape suited up, so whatever the uh, the effect of that is in the water, um, Devo's going to jump out and rush over to Zooks and say, what the fuck is the matter with you? Mm-hmm. There was a what? No, there was a plan, and then as soon as we made a plan, and thirty seconds later, you're out there, ready to what? To die? To open the what the He's, fuck? Wait, bullet volume lighter. Let's get him into a oh. shower. Oh no! As, as soon as Devo gets over there, he's also going to cast uh, <laughs> third level cure wounds. Okay. Whoa! That's a big boy. Yeah. That's a I mean, big that's boy heal. Three. D, that's uh, what? Twelve plus eight is twenty. Healing. I would, I would have put him in the water first. He's in. He is in the, wa- so in the water. So there's water everywhere. There's waist high water inside of this Beautiful. this place. So, um, yeah, a combination of that and the the the. I thought it was like special. Wa- no, it's just ether sea yeah. water, huh? Yeah. Okay. Between that and the 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 magic that Devo has cast upon you, you 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 feel the color return to your your body, uh, and you heal for for twenty. What were you thinking exactly? I don't know. I just, you know, wanted to get everybody inside. And, you know, I kind of planned that all along. Oh, so you were lying. No, I wasn't lying. I don't don't feel good. Thank you for the heal, by the way. Thank you very, very much. Do you expect pity? (laughs) Is my color coming back? Oh, my fuck. And Diva just starts walking towards the tower. Okay. You... you splash down from the bathysphere into uh, That's the, the water. Um, was that tough love? Was he giving me tough love there? Is that what that was? I think he's just... He cares, doesn't he? He tries. I know. That's so sweet. Um, okay. Uh, the rest of you following Devo toward the tower? Sure. Okay. Um, I picture Amber helping Zooks along because he's still recovering. That's up to Amber. Um, I mean, how bad is it? I feel like you got yeah. a pretty chunky heel, right? <laughs> I ain't heavy. I'm your brinar. You can ask. Him. <laughs> hey, all right. That's pretty good. Excellent. I like good. that. Good, good, good. All right. Uh Kodira hops out with you. Uh, and Amber, you're you are going after Devo 2 toward the tower? Sure, yeah. Okay. I, I won't make you roll for this. You feel you feel pretty uneasy being here, and it is not your usual nerves. Amber's pretty tough, but something feels off. Um, the the four of you uh, walk trudge toward the tower. This is definitely sort of difficult terrain out here, uh, except maybe not for Zooks, uh, but for the rest of you, it is definitely difficult terrain. You are sort of struggling to keep up. Uh, and you tr- start walking through this flooded forest toward the tower. This this air pocket here is is pretty huge. It is uh, you know filling the dome, 
And so it is, you know, quite a distance to get to the tower. You also don't see any door on the tower. You don't see any, like, immediate entrance, at least not on, like, the ground level. Um, There are a few areas a little bit higher up the tower where it's a little bit patchier. Um, But you get the sense that to get up to those, you you are going to have to scale this thing a little bit. And I want all of you to make an investigation check. Or no, I'm sorry, a perception check. I have a... It's an 11 for Devo. It's not great. I should put these in alphabetical order. 19. 15. Amber wins! Hooray! Uh, Zooks and Amber, you see a light that does not quite match the rest of this this bright white light that is sort of coming off of the, the tower. You see inside the water, further forward, maybe 40 or 50 feet, uh, just a very, very brief flash of green light, and then two others like it. And where those flashes came from, you see the water ripple a bit in a line almost as if something is is swimming through through this water now diva doesn't and how see, far he's up still he's still trojan man he's still going yeah. Un, you how are not far up? you're not stopping devo no he doesn't see it okay um does it look organic uh i mean it is it is it is swimming like a sea creature swims i want to do a nature check all right is, am I close enough for that to be useful? Um, sure. Make a nature check with advantage. With advantage. 17 and a 6. 17. Uh, okay. You know what these things are. And you realize it maybe a moment too late. Make a dexterity saving throw, Devo. Come up with new animals. I'm so tired of these motherfuckers. Hey, you're the one who decided to tie your fate to them. Uh, 13. 13. Oh, not you, Amber. Uh, it is weird that you oh, both rolled. Oh, sorry. Devo is, both Devo is, 13. Uh, about, uh, is a good distance ahead of you guys because he is. He just set off on Amber says, Blink! Blink! And you feel a horrible pain. On your leg, Devo, as the jaws of a blink shark close around you and pull you down into the water, uh, you are going to take uh, eleven points of uh, of biting damage. Okay, uh, and Devo disappears. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. 
They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2 schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Our comedy podcast, Jordan Jesse Go, just celebrated its 15th anniversary. It was a couple months ago, but we forgot. Uh, yeah, completely. Our, our silly show is 15 years old. That makes it old enough to get its learner's permit. And almost old enough to get the talk. Wow, I hope you got the talk before then. A lot of things have changed in 15 years. Our show's not one of them. We're never changing and you can't make us. 
Jordan Jesse Go, the same forever at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going first. It's me, Jackie Kasian. Man, she's always this bossy. Uh, <laughs> I'm Lori Kilbarton. Uh, we're a bunch of stand-up comics, and uh, we've been doing comedy like 60 years total, <laughs> both of us, but we look amazing. And, uh, out. We drop every Monday on Max Fun, and it's called The Jackie Laurie Show, and you could listen to it and learn about comedy and learn about anger management and all the things. And Jackie is married but childless, and I'm unmarried but childful. So together, we make one complete woman. Is that just what that one's going to end? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we try to make Kyle laugh just like that and say, oh, my God, every episode. It's a good job. Jackie and Lori Show, Mondays, only on Maximum Fun. Uh, let's all roll initiative. Oh, boy. These rolls. A four. A five. Oh, boy. I can never remember where the roll initiative is. It's right in the center, baby. I know. It's right next to your little armor picture. Ah, there it is. Yep. Okay. And that's a seven. Oh, boy. Holy shit, guys. Hey, Griffin. This is determining the order. Calm down. But none of us want to do it. Yeah. Apparently. Okay. Uh, We're lulling him into a false sense of security. Uh, it's the rope and dope. Uh, first in the order is the shark that has its jaws around you, Devo. Uh, uh-huh. It is going to bite him. It's already doing that. <laughs> yeah, uh, double bite. It. You feel it pick up speed as it kind of drags you through the water, and it is going to... Uh, aim for one of those trees and try and just crush you against it. Uh, uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Oh my god. It was almost a 19, but instead it's a 9. Yeah, it sort of drifts as it like swims extremely fast to the side and you just smash up into this tree. Uh-huh. Uh, and you are going to take uh, 8 points of bludgeoning damage. You see uh, next another one of these sharks, uh, and you can you can see maybe you saw for a second as it sort of uh, approached Devo that this thing's fin, the one that bit down on him. This is the alpha. This is the much larger shark that has chomped down. Uh, you see two more ripples in the water moving toward the uh, three of you: Kodira, uh, Amber, and Zooks, uh, and. They are going to make a beeline, both of them, toward you, uh, Amber. And the first one of these somewhat smaller sharks is going to uh, try and bite you. It has pack tactics because it has uh, an ally within five feet, so it's going to have advantage on the roll. Uh, but I assume a 21 is going to hit you. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't drag you down. It's not big or strong enough to do that but it jumps up out of the water and closes its jaws around your arm and then kind of just like wheels off you and splashes back down into the water, but not before doing nine points of damage to you. Uh, And the next shark is going to do the exact same thing with advantage from pack tactics. That's how many points of damage? uh, Nine, nine nine points. Uh, Does a 14 beat your AC? 
No. Okay. What about a... Oh, an 11. No. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm getting good. I'm getting good at fighting the Blake Sharks. So oh, right. Okay. I know why it is. Um, okay. Yeah. The second one tries to do the same thing, but it you you saw it coming this time around. And you manage to kind of dodge out of the way, and it jumps up and bites down into nothing and splashes down into the water. Sucker. Um, those two sharks are still pretty close to you all. They have not had a chance to kind of swim swim away. Uh, and next in the order is Zooks. Uh, Zooks casts Beast Bond. Oh. Describe this, please. You establish a telepathic link with one beast. The spell fails if the beast intelligence is four or higher. Until the spell ends, the link is active while you and the beast are within line of sight of each other. Through the link, the beast can understand your telepathic messages, and it can telepathically communicate simple emotions back to you. Okay. Uh, um, and at second level or higher, you can do two beasts with it. I don't see that. Yeah, I, I don't see it as an option for you on second level, Dad. Okay. All right. Did you fit? Was that a fib? No, I, I just read it, but now I don't see it. When I did first you, clicked it, Dad, did you do a fib here on the adventure? Are you, to, are you trying to touch two sharks instead of one? Because that's a fib, Dad. Were you I will fi- not hey, touch two were sharks. You fi- were you fibbing? No, I really did see that uh-huh. when cast at second level or higher, but I don't have it at second level. Yeah. Okay. Is my problem. Uh, so, okay. So you're touching which one? The one that bit Amber or the one that missed Amber? Because well, you are not close would, to the alpha that is dragging Devo through the water. Okay, then I guess the one that uh, bit Amber. Okay, you touch it, and uh, immediately you have a telepathic link to it. What are you? What are you trying to say to it? I'm going to communicate to it that I am much more delicious than Amber. That if I mean, yeah, sure, I'm sure blink sharks eat shark fighters all the time. But when was the last time you got a chance to tuck into a really scrumptious, Gross. incredibly delicious brinar? And I know it's it's a lot of work, but it's like oysters. Gross. Mm-hmm. You got to get through that hard shell to get to that. Hey, Dad, you're eating oysters. oysters wrong, my dude. Yeah, that's not that's how it works. You got to crunch your way through Dad, that shell. No, Dad. I don't get why they don't have a. Why do people like blink sharks? Don't have opposable thumbs, so I figure they they have to. Dad, this is the edamame incident all over again. You don't like the shells. Um, It is okay. uh, It communicates back to you. You hear it say, "All of you will be eaten by the finish," and it turns and uh, you see it and the other smaller shark kind of like wheel around in the water and begin swimming toward you. Uh, actually, wait, okay. you were touching that, that one. So it definitely uh, stops for a moment and is is distracted by you. The other small one is is going to wheel around and start swimming toward you. Bring it. You also, the emotion you feel right now is one of absolute desperation. This is a, in this thing's mind, this fight that it is embroiled in with, with your party is, it's, is, is their final stand. Uh, next in the order is uh, Amber. Um, I'm currently being being bitten. Uh, I'm unbitten. You've been, I'm currently you've unbitten. been bitten. Yeah. Okay. Um, is it still on me, though? Is what I'm, it is not asking. still on you, no. 
Okay. Uh, how close am I to? Are we still like half submerged? Yeah, you are all in waist deep water. Okay. Um, how close am I to? I mean, I'm sure my movement speed is impeded. It is. Am you I have like half move range? essentially when you are here. But am I within range? Oh, absolutely. Of? You're in range of uh, two of them. You're in range of the one that uh, Zooks is touching, and you're in range of the one that has the other small one that has sort of swam backward to uh, get back on y'all. Oh, fucking great. I will summon my gigantic arms as well as the visage of the astral self. Okay. Um, it's time to fucking go. So they need to roll a dexterity saving throw. So I will do Correct. that first for the shark that is that just bit you. Mm-hmm. That's not going to do it. That's a six. Uh, and the other one that is approaching is making a dex save. And that is a three. Jesus. Okay. So they both are going to be hit by your wave of force. Uh, so go ahead and roll 2d6 force damage. Oh, yeah. Ten. Ten points of damage. Okay. Uh, they are rocked backward uh, as your enormous arms appear. Uh, and they both... you Zooks, you hear one scream as this, uh, as this force sort of passes through them. And they both take ten points of damage. Um, am I close enough to the alpha to hit it? Uh, no, the alpha is a ways away where, where Devo kind of walks. Coming on, on, coming on Devo. Yeah. Um, but I can't reach no. it. Um, I, um, I'm, go- could I move close enough to reach it? Um, you cannot, I don't think you could trudge through the water and, and okay. reach it, no. Um, I'm going to, uh, grab the uh, the one that screamed and punched it in the face. Uh, okay. Uh, roll your attack roll. Uh, you're doing what, Arms of the Astral Self? Uh, uh, I guess, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Uh, yeah. That is the that is the one that has been empowered. So that's a plus, plus six. Just the, the attack roll hasn't changed. Just the damage roll on that. Okay. Uh, did you do that on my sheet? Uh, I, have, I, have, I added a custom action here, but I don't see it. Okay, well, let's see if I hit. Sure, first. sure, sure. 19. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Fantastic. roll 1d8 and add 3. 5 plus 3, 8. Uh, okay. You blast this thing uh, with one of your huge fists, and it, like, wraps around your strike, and it sends, like, a an explosion of water up into the air as you punch downward. And I think even you are surprised by the the force of this thing. Um, and you get to attack uh, again, if you'd like. Yeah, a second attack for sure. On the same one? Oh yeah, for sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill this fucking thing. I'm done fooling around. These incredible arms. 16. Yep. 1d8 plus 3. That's uh, 6. Again, another huge splash of water as you bring the other sort of colossal fist down on it. Uh, and sort you feel it crush against the ground. You feel it crush against the sea floor as you punch downward onto it. And this, this shark is looking fucking rough. Its uh, fin is bent as you uh, sort of, with the second attack that you smash it against the ground. Uh, Devo, you are up. You are still being drugged, dragged by the alpha. Druggin. Druggin by the alpha blink shark. 
Um, so you are, you know, you are having a rough time of it, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. um I have a question, yes. and and there's no wrong answer. Clint and Griffin, I yes. suppose. Did uh, Zooks relay his experience with the Blink Sharks to Devo and Amber? Um, I think I had the shell phone on speaker, so maybe it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It that's not retconning at all. No, yeah, I think that would that's, be a pretty, yeah. a pretty heavy retcon because I imagine you and Amber would have had a conversation about her mortal enemies asking you to kill her. Okay. Well, in that case, I did not yet, Travis, in all due honesty. Okay. Well, then that's going to make it a lot easier for me to decide what to do. Uh, I am going to use, let's see, can I speak? No. I. You are being dragged through, uh, like, waist-high water. So I, I think you're going to have a hard time doing that unless you can rest yourself from the, the clutches of the Blink Shark. Okay, then I'm going to stab it with a dagger. Oh, sure. That seems like a thing one might do when being dragged by a shark. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, oh, that's not going to hit, though. 13? Oh, that hits, yeah. Huzzah! Yeah, these, these are not, uh, um, they are not, uh, you know, armored. So Yeah, I'm I'm not a strong boy, uh, so that's four damage, but what I do got is I got my psychic blades, uh, and so I can expend uh, my last bardic inspiration to hit it with 3d6 more. Really trying to get it to let go here. Uh, so that, oh, that was almost max. That was uh, 17 points of damage added to that four. Jesus, wow. So a hefty 21 That's total. That's a six, six, five. That is crazy, yeah. All right. Yeah. Let go. He does, he does, yeah. cold, dead eyes. You, uh... Do blink sharks have cold dead eyes, or do they have very lively? I think we've described blink sharks eyes. as having like anything that can be upsetting on them is is mm. upsetting. Um, I actually like think a be, I actually think if I saw a shark with like big anime eyes, I think that would I be would way love, more upsetting. Frankly, um, okay. With yeah, with would. that, uh, this thing howls, and as it does, it it uh, loosens its jaws on you, and you uh, you, you manage to wrest yourself from its its grip. And it sort of swims away uh, a, a distance. Do I get an attack of opportunity? I'm going to say no, just because you are, okay. you know, oh, right. you are yeah, being yeah, dragged yeah. through I'm water. So I'm I'm going to uh, say that you are able to kind of get to your feet, but you are not, I don't think, in any position to get an attack of opportunity. Um, fair, fair, fair. Next up is Kodira. And Kodira is going to uh, reach back to a sheath on her back and draw a, uh, a long dagger, uh, almost a machete, uh, I would say. So a short sword, I suppose. Uh, and she, Well, somewhere, it's one of those and three. And she is going to uh, try to stab it downward uh, into the blink shark that you attacked. Amber. I think she's a little bit lost as to what is happening right here, but she knows that if you're uh-huh. attacking this thing, she should probably attack this thing too. Um, so okay. she jabs downward and hits it for uh, 10 points of damage. Uh, and that one looks really, really bad off right now. Uh, it is it is trying to swim backwards and obviously not doing a very good job of it. Um, she actually turns to you and says, you want to tell me what the fuck's going on? 
Um, these are the meanest sharks you can possibly imagine. And it's kill or be killed. All right. Say no more. Uh, oh, and keep your eyes open. Uh, okay. She don't was gonna- stop. Ha- I say this to everybody. Don't stop having your eyes open. Uh... As you say that, you see the alpha shark uh, dash past Devo. and No, you know what? Devo just fucked it up. I think the alpha shark is going to retaliate. Uh, Devo, the alpha shark swims to you, uh, and you are uh, damaged, so it is going to attack with advantage with blood frenzy. Oh, man. You hate when that happens. Uh, that's good, because the first roll was a crit fail. The second oh. roll. Wow, the second roll is a three plus six, nine. That misses. Okay, maybe you've just, like, freaked its shit out, uh, but it jumps up to try and, and chomp down on you, and it just free willies right over you. It completely, oh, it completely sick, leaves its, uh, its, its line of attack. Uh, and it splashes down in the water, and now I think it is uh, heading toward the uh, the rest of the group. Uh, go ahead and make an attack of opportunity with your uh, with your dagger. I suppose your well, your boomerang's definitely not going to get it done, but you can swing your dagger at That's it. That's a twenty-three, yep. baby. All right, roll damage. I mean, th- three. Okay, three points of damage. Yeah, nothing. Uh, okay. The, uh, the heavily damaged blink shark that uh, just got stabbed by Kodira uh, is going to try and retaliate as well. Uh, it is going to have advantage also because it is still within five feet of the other smaller blink shark. Uh, and uh, yeah, they are going to bite down on Kodira's sword swinging arm uh, for seven points of damage. Uh, you see her like kind of get freaked out, but she's big and tough and just kind of flings it. Uh, off of her, and the other blank shark is going to go at you, uh, Amber. Uh, that is a mm. nine and a seventeen versus AC. The nine does not hit, and the seventeen okay. does. Uh, and that is five points of piercing damage as they crush their jaws down. Uh, onto, okay. uh, we'll say just like it, it just sort of scratches against your 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 side. Doesn't really get like a good chomp on you, but definitely gets some some teeth in there. Uh, and then we are on to Zooks. Well, you, you said the Alpha was badly damaged. Uh, the Alpha, I mean, the Alpha is pretty badly damaged after that attack from uh, Devo, but not nearly as bad as the one that uh, Kodira just stabbed. Okay, I'm going to, yeah, I'm casting Ensnaring Strike. The next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack before this spell ends, a writhing mass of thorny vines appears at the point of impact, and the target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the magical vines until the spell ends. Uh, Okay, where is this on your sheet? Uh, Oh, wait, I (laughs) I haven't learned it. Sorry. Well, that's going to be a huge hit. Yeah, you have to make it up as you go, yeah. which isn't recommended Boy, for magic. I can learn it real quick. No, you you have the spells you've got. Do you have open slots to learn? This is, I'm sorry. No. Yeah. We've had a lot of fun with magic here <laughs> over the past few years. <laughs> I do not think... <laughs> 
I'm being attacked by blink sharks. Now's a good time to pick up a new hobby. <laughs> let, me, let me read this book. <laughs> hey, does anyone have uh, a pamphlet or perhaps a brochure <laughs> with lots of pictures? Heck, okay, a, a YouTube how how to yeah. video. Yeah. I can play it at an accelerated speed. I'll put it I'm on 1.5 and get rid of all, all right, the pauses. All right. All right, I'm all right, sorry. All right. I will cast web on the alpha shark and then shoot it with my crossbow. That's uh, two actions. Two actions. Which can I count one as a bonus? Clint <laughs> McElroy. Dial no, in. All right, I'll cast. I'm going to cast web. On the alpha shark to stop it. Um, okay. Here we go. It has to roll a dexterity saving throw. Mm-hmm. Um, well, wait. It does that on its turn. Each creature that starts its turn in the webs or that enters it on its turn must make a dexterity saving throw. Um, so you can for sure like put this thing down on it, but it won't be until its turn that we determine whether or not it's a success or not. Um, yeah. So it looks like it's all kelpy, and it looks like, you know, like a... Sushi roll. Um, oh, oh, that's wrapping fun. around. Okay, uh, okay, that appears underneath it, and we'll resolve that when we get back to its turn. Uh, and we- anything you want to say? No. Is there a uh, is there a bonus action that you can take? I don't think so. Action. Bonus action. Actions in combat. Two weapon fighting, but that doesn't help any. Um, writhing tide. I'm not going to use that yet. Hold on, I'm saving that. Okay, cool. Well, I could attack it with uh, gathered swarm. That's, that's only a bonus uh, action. That's only if after a successful attack. Attack. So then there's nothing else. All right, then we move on, uh, and we are to Amber Gree. Amber, you okay. have this one that is like on death's door at your feet. There is another one close by. Of the uh, smaller blink sharks that just uh, just attacked you, that is uh, also close by. Uh, okay, I'm going to punch the one that is very badly hurt. Okay, just as hard as I can with your uh, with your big fists. You already got uh, them out. Yeah, I mean the big fists are out. Let's use them. Okay, uh, roll your attack roll. Now this is okay. So we were debate. Th- this is a pl- plus six. Use the arms of the astral self, whiz, and then we'll just <laughs> whiz. <laughs> nice dude. Twenty three. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay, and damage. Um, roll is... a d eight. Oh, a d eight. Okay. Four plus something. Three. Three. Four plus three. Seven. Okay, w- w- with that. Uh, everybody sees again, like a like an undersea mine has been detonated. Just a, a straight vertical splash that sort of parts around you as you slam your great green fist down into the water. Uh, and when the water comes like splashing down, it settles for a moment, and then a lifeless blink shark floats to the surface of the water. Great. I'm going to grab that lifeless blink shark and use it to hit the other one. Holy shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, wow. I can take it as uh, I get two attacks. Yeah, for sh- yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, I mean, sharks okay. weigh a lot. Why don't you roll the Quarterstaff? Uh, roll the unarmed strike damage? If you can hit with this, I'll we'll do something. 
18. Yeah, that's a hit. Yes. Uh, we'll say that the, do the 1d6 plus 2 for the bludgeoning damage. 6 plus 2, 8. Jesus Christ. Okay, and then uh, roll 1d4 psychic damage. <laughs> that's great. Is there an emotional damage you can that's roll? What emotional this, that is, damage! That is what this is. 2. All right, Jesus Christ, 10 points of damage. Yeah, uh, this thing pops up out of the water to, like, try and locate its uh, its companion, and it sees it come hurtling down at its fucking face, and you smash the... As, you I'm, s- as I'm wit, I'm holding it above my head, I'm, and I start to swing it down. She just kind of whispers at it. Everything you've heard is true. And then I smash it into his head. <laughs> All right, you bonk it good. Uh, and it, well, it's not going to swim away because it doesn't want to take that attack of opportunity because it probably wouldn't survive it. Uh, but you see it dive deep down, like deep under the water, uh, which is not that deep, but still not, you know, easily punchable at this moment. Uh, anything else? But I can't reach it. I mean, uh, yeah, you you can. This is it trying to cower, essentially. In fear. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give it a flurry of blows real quick. Oh, my key God. point on that. Okay. 14 plus 5, 19. Yes. That's four, six damage. Okay. It is still... Uh, it, it, you, you punch down in the water, and there's another explosion, and... Uh, there is, this time the explosion is getting a little bit like pink just because of the uh, the, the water surrounding you uh, and how sort of bloody it has gotten. Uh, but you still see it moving slightly, uh, swimming toward your ankles as, uh, as you land this blow. How many attacks do you get with Flurry? I thought it was just one. No, it's two. Uh, flurry of... Yeah, two arm, yeah. arm strikes. Okay, you, here's another one. <laughs> that is going to be, I don't know, 9 plus 5, 14. Yeah, that's a hit. All right, Ooh. fantastic. 5 plus 2, 7. Come on. This is a, even for you, the, the like legendary slayer of blink sharks, I think you impress yourself. Because as you bring, this time just a regular, not glowing green fist down into the water, you feel it just collide with meat and you feel something crack. And then that blink shark floats lifeless to the surface of the water too. And you look at the damage you have wrought in a single turn, uh, decimating the blink shark population uh, and... Man, that's got to feel pretty good. It feels great. Uh, I have no moral ambiguity about this. I hate these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we move on to Devo. Uh, Devo, the alpha, is the only one that was left. Uh, it is. It was swimming toward uh, the, the rest of the crew when uh, a web of kelp was cast over it. You can't quite tell if it has been entangled in this or not, but that is that is what you see. You also see some of your own water turning a bit red, partially from the 
Uh, no, entirely from you, because the psychic blades didn't really do a lot of you know yeah. actual hacking and slashing. Uh, tell me again, the tower, is yeah. there a clear entrance? Is there an entrance? Uh, there is. It is, it is like way up. It's like 40 feet up. Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's high up there. Um, Devo casts Suggestion. Okay. Um, and says to the Blink Shark, Blink me to that entrance and I'll let you live. Hmm. And you, uh, the target will need to make a saving throw. All right, I'm gonna roll this. Roll a public. Yeah, that's a one. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Which is the lowest traditionally number you can receive. Uh, Whole numbers. Um, yeah, that's true. There are uh, both negative integers as well as, you know, decimals, fractals, okay. fractions. Someday uh, I will roll those. Yeah. Here's what happens. Um, mm. Well, first, the first thing that happens is going to be a pretty complex sequence of events. So uh, b- bear with me. But first, it tries to swim towards you to make this happen but it has to get out of these webs. It's going to make a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, I think that's going to do it. 16, that beats your spellcasting modifier, right, Zooks? Yeah, it was 12. Yeah. Um, Okay, it pulls away from this kelp, and it takes... Uh, quite a bit of it with it, right? Like it manages to rip it off of uh, out of the the sea floor where this kelp was sort of anchored, uh, but it is sort of carrying just streams of kelp along behind it as it swims toward you, Devo, and it dashes towards you with its mouth open. Do you do anything? No. Okay, you trust in your own sort of uh, ability to suggest as the shark swims towards you and as it comes close. And the rest of us are watching this in complete and total horror. You would have to be, right? Um, As it comes close, you see it sort of retract its teeth and it encloses its mouth around you. And you feel no pain. You feel maybe some discomfort, right? But it closes its mouth around you, and then you see a flash of green light that takes your breath away. And then the rest of you see him appear with the shark 40 feet up in the air. And the shark and you are just sailing toward the tower entrance and you make a make an acrobatic save for me or an acrobatics check Devo actually no I'm gonna say this it'll be a dexterity saving throw okay Uh, 16 12 plus 4 okay it is arcing through the air You feel the wind sort of blowing past your face as you sail toward the entrance. And it has, it just barely doesn't have enough height. And you and the shark crash into the side of the tower just underneath the entrance. But 
you, with your your quick thinking and quick reflexes, manage to grab a hold of just this barb of coral sticking out uh, just below the entrance, and you hang on for dear life. The shark, you meet eyes with it as you manage to make this grab, and it has its mouth around you, and its eyes look up at you with desperation, but against its own volition, it releases you, and it falls. And it smashes against the side of the tower a few times, just taking damage as as it falls. In its last moments, the alpha blink shark turns its gaze to you, Zooks. And when it does... You feel, even without direct contact, you feel its intent. You feel it communicate one last thought to you, and it is this. It falls to you now. Stop your friends. Save our world from devastation. Acknowledgement. And then it looks to you, Amber, with unbridled hatred and then its head hangs low and the last blink shark is gone MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.